Welcome to God's Story, the narrative adaptation of the Bible. This week's chapter covers the books of Ephesians, Colossians, and Philippians. Chapter 39, Paul's Letters from Prison. Though under house arrest, Paul remained dedicated to supporting followers of Jesus all over that part of the world. Though he had never visited them in his many travels, he wrote one such letter to the church in Colossae. To God's people in Colossae, grace and peace to you from God our Father. I always thank God for you when I pray, because I have heard of your faith in Jesus, our Savior, and the love you have for all God's people, which comes from the hope you have in heaven that you first learned about when you heard the story of Jesus. This story is bearing fruit and growing all over the world, just as it did among you when you first heard it. I continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will that comes from the wisdom given by the Holy Spirit so that you can live a life that always pleases God, doing good work and growing in knowledge of God. I also pray that you will grow in God's strength so you will have great endurance and patience. Jesus, the Son, is the image of the invisible God. Everything was created through him, whether here or in the spiritual realm, visible or invisible. He existed before everything else, and he holds all creation together. He is the head of the church, and he is the firstborn among the dead. He is ruler over all. God chose to reconcile with his creation through his own blood, the blood of Jesus. You used to be enemies of God in your thoughts and actions, but Jesus' death has made you blameless in the eyes of God and reunited you with himself. This is the message you were given. I am happy to suffer for you and for the church as a whole. I am your servant. My job given to me by God is to spread the story of Jesus, to explain the mystery that has been hidden from previous generations. This mystery is that Jesus can live inside of you and is your hope for glory. It is for this purpose that I have dedicated every ounce of strength that God gives me. So continue to live your lives rooted and growing in faith in Jesus, as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Don't let anyone deceive you with hollow philosophy that depends on human traditions and elemental forces instead of Jesus. Because in Jesus lives the fullness of God in human form. He is above every other power in existence. With your baptism, you were buried with him, and with your faith, you were brought back to life. While you were dead, living in sin, God made you alive by Jesus. He forgave us of all our sins, canceling all our debts which condemned us, nailing them to the cross. Don't let anyone judge you for what you eat or drink or what religious holidays you celebrate. These are all just shadows of what was to come, which is Jesus. Since you died with Jesus to the powers of this world, why do you still submit to them? Don't touch, don't eat. These rules are about things that will pass away and are based on human commands and teachings. They have the appearance of wisdom with their forced worship, false humility, and harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in actually restraining people's sinful behavior. Since you share in Jesus' resurrection, set your hearts on heavenly things where Jesus is, not earthly things. In your life, all forms of impurity, sinful desires, greed, anger, lying, they should all be put to death. Since you are God's holy people, clothe yourselves in compassion, humility, gentleness, and patience, forgiveness, and most of all, 
love which binds the rest together. Let Jesus' peace rule your hearts. Keep the story of Jesus central to your lives as you teach and sing with each other. In everything you do or say, do it for Jesus and give him thanks. Treat each other with mutual respect and sacrifice, whether husband and wife, children and parents, slave and master. Devote yourselves to prayer. Pray for me that God would open doors so that I can continue to clearly share the story of Jesus, for which I have been imprisoned. Be wise when you talk to people who aren't believers. Make the most of every opportunity. Be gracious in every conversation and season your words with the salt of Jesus so you will always know what to say. I'm sending messengers who will be able to fully discuss my situation with you and encourage you. Many people here, including some fellow prisoners, send their greetings. Give my greetings to everyone there and in the surrounding area. Remember my chains and grace be with you. Paul. Paul also wrote a letter to his friends and fellow believers in Ephesus. To my faithful friends in Ephesus, God's holy people, grace and peace that comes from our Savior Jesus be with you. Praise God for choosing you before the world was even created to be holy and blameless in his eyes. From his love, he chose us to be adopted into his family. We have been saved because of Jesus' blood. Our sins have been forgiven because God poured out his mercy on us. He gave us the wisdom to understand the mystery of his plan, carried out by Jesus when the time was right. You are a part of this. When you heard the story of Jesus, the story that would save you, you believed and you received what was promised, the Holy Spirit, which is the proof of our inheritance of God's kingdom. So, ever since I heard about your faith in Jesus and your love for all people, I just can't stop giving thanks to God and praying for you. I pray that you will become even more wise so you can know God that much better. I pray you will be filled with hope and an understanding of God's power, the same power that brought Jesus back to life. Not only that, but he is seated next to God above all other authorities, laws, powers, kingdoms, and false gods now and forever. God has given him all authority. He is the head and the church is his body. When you followed the ways of the world, which is really the ways of Satan, it is as though you were already dead. We all lived there at one point, only caring about how we could fulfill our own desires. In this sinful state, we deserve God's anger and punishment. But because God loves us and is merciful, he made us alive through Jesus. We can now sit next to Jesus in God's kingdom so we can continue to understand and experience his infinite kindness shown to us through Jesus. You did not save yourself. There is nothing you have done or could do to save yourself. You are saved because of God's mercy, God's gift. That is Jesus. We are God's handcraft made with a purpose through Jesus to do good in the world. You Gentiles were excluded from being citizens of Israel. You did not receive God's promises and lived without hope. But even though you were far away, Jesus has brought you close. Jesus is our peace. He made these two groups one and destroyed the barrier of hostility between us. His death on the cross was for both people so they could be brought back to God. So Gentiles, don't think of yourselves as foreigners anymore. You are citizens of God's kingdom, children in his house. 
which is built on the apostles and prophets with Jesus as the cornerstone. Jesus connects the whole building together and it rises up as a temple to God. You also are being built up into a temple where God lives through the Holy Spirit. Now, let me explain why I was willing to share the story of Jesus with the Gentiles, even though I am now in prison for it. You already know the story of how Jesus revealed the truth to me, a truth that wasn't understood in past generations like it's understood now by the apostles. This truth is that the Gentiles, through Jesus, are united with and share in the same promises as Israel. Through God working in me, I became a servant of this message. Even though my past makes me the least of all believers, God trusted me with this task. This message enables us to approach God with freedom and confidence, so don't be discouraged because I'm in prison. My suffering was for your glory. I pray that God will strengthen you to your core through his Holy Spirit. I pray that you will be rooted in love and that you will come to more deeply understand just how wide and long and high and deep Jesus' love is for you. Glory to Jesus for all time. His power that is in us is able to do more than we have ever asked or could ever imagine. So live a life worthy of the mercy God has shown you. Be humble, gentle, patient, loving, unified, peaceful. There's only one church because you all received the same message, the same Holy Spirit about the same God who is over all and through all and in all. It was Jesus himself who gave us the apostles, prophets, and teachers to help you be prepared for the work God has for you. They do this to make you stronger until you are all mature in your faith and knowledge of Jesus. Then you won't be tossed back and forth by the waves of cunning, crafty, deceitful schemers. No, we will grow to become the mature body of Christ, who is our head. With that in mind, I know that God wants me to tell you that you need to stop living like unbelievers. They don't understand and are separated from life with God. They're ignorant of the truth because they have hardened their hearts. They have no spiritual sensitivity, so they indulge every desire they have. But that's not the way to live that you were taught when you first heard the story of Jesus. You were taught to shed your old skin, which was corrupted by sinful desires, and to become the new holy creations God made you to be. So when you speak, make sure it is truthful and make sure it builds up anyone who hears it according to what they need. When you're angry, don't sin. In fact, don't even let a day pass where you're angry with someone or you're just asking for Satan to get a foothold in your heart. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and fighting. Don't steal. Work. Do something useful with your hands so you will have something to share with those in need. Be kind and compassionate and forgive each other just like you were forgiven by God because of Jesus' sacrifice. Remember that you are dearly loved children and follow the example of your father, Yahweh. Walk in love just like Jesus loved you and sacrificed himself for you. There should be no impurity, greed, or talking that is only meant to be shocking or foolish. Don't let anyone deceive you with empty words or risk God's punishment for your disobedience. You used to live in darkness, but now you live in light. And the fruit of light is all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Have nothing to do with darkness. Instead, expose it to the light. 
Anything that is illuminated becomes a light itself. Be careful how you live. Be wise and make the most out of every opportunity. Don't be foolish. Work to understand what God wants from you. Don't get drunk on alcohol. Be filled with the Spirit of God. Sing to God and each other from the heart and always give thanks. Our fight isn't against people. It's waged in the spiritual realm. So put on the full armor of God so that when evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground. Tightly wrap the belt of truth around yourself. Guard your heart with the breastplate of righteousness. On your feet, wear a message of peace. Carry a shield of faith to deflect the flaming arrows of Satan. To cover your head, a helmet of salvation. Finally, to do battle, carry a sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray all kinds of prayer and at all times. Pray for each other and pray for me, that when I speak, God would give me the words to say, so I can fearlessly teach the mysteries of the story of Jesus, the very reason I am imprisoned. Peace, love, and grace to all of you who love Jesus with all their hearts. Paul. Finally, Paul sent a letter to his friends and fellow believers in Philippi. To all God's people in Philippi, grace and peace to you from Jesus. I thank God every time I think about you. Whenever I pray for you, it is with joy because of how you believed the story of God from the very beginning. Be confident that he who began a good work in you will continue until it is completed on the day of Jesus our Savior. Writing this while in chains for sharing the story of Jesus, God knows how deeply I long to see you all. This is my prayer for you, that you would grow more and more in your understanding and practice of love, so that you will be able to determine what is best and stay pure until the day of Jesus our Savior, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes from Jesus for the glory of God. I want you to know that what has happened to me has actually helped spread the story of Jesus. All the palace guards know I am being locked up for Jesus and other believers have actually become more confident to share the story of Jesus without fear. It is true that some who share the story of Jesus don't have the best intentions. Some do it out of selfish ambition, hoping to cause trouble for me while I'm in prison. But what does it matter? Whether their motivations are good or bad, as long as the true story of Jesus is shared, that's all that matters and I rejoice. And I will continue to rejoice because I know that your prayers and God's provision will turn everything that has happened to me into something good. I hope that I will always have the courage to share the story of Jesus, whether through my life or death. If I live, my purpose is to share Jesus. But if I die, I have everything to gain. Which would I choose? I don't know. I'm torn. I would love to leave this world and be united with Jesus, but I understand how important it is that I stay and work. Whatever happens, behave in a way that is worthy of the sacrifice that was made for you. Then, whether I visit you or only hear news from afar, I will know that you are standing firm in your faith in Jesus, even as you suffer like I suffer, which I know you are already going through. So, if you are encouraged by being united with Jesus, if you're comforted by his love, if you feel connected through the same Holy Spirit, if you have any tenderness or compassion then I would be overjoyed if you were also like-minded. Be full of love. Don't be selfish or conceited. Be humble and put others first. 
Be like Jesus. Even though he is God, he didn't think that equality with God was something to be used to his advantage. Instead, he made himself nothing, a servant, a human, and humbled himself, even willing to die on a cross. So God lifted him above everyone else and made his name greater than all others, so that every knee, whether man or angel, should bow, and every mouth declare that Jesus is our king. You all have always done such an amazing job of obeying God, whether I'm with you or away. So continue to deepen your understanding of what it means to be saved. Remember that it is God who is working in you to fulfill his purpose. Whatever you're doing, don't complain or argue. Be blameless and pure children living among a crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars as you cling to God's life-giving words. I hope to send Timothy to you soon. I don't know anyone like him. He will show genuine concern for your well-being. Everyone looks out for themselves, but not followers of Jesus. You know that Timothy has already proven himself in this way. As we've worked together, he's become like a son to me. I hope to come and see you soon myself. Watch out for those who think salvation comes from following the law. But even if there was someone who thought they could brag about their accomplishments in this area, I could brag even more. I received the mark of Abraham when I was a baby. I'm from the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew among Hebrews. I was a Pharisee, passionate about the law to the point that I hunted down Christians who I saw as lawbreakers. I was faultless in my following of the law, but I consider all those things garbage compared to knowing Jesus, for whom I have lost everything. Because my righteousness doesn't come from my own efforts in following the law, but from faith in Jesus. I want to know Jesus and the power of his resurrection. I don't consider myself there yet, but I keep working towards that goal that God has called me to. You should keep your eyes on people who live this way. I've told you before, and even now I weep thinking about those who live as enemies of Jesus. They are leading themselves to destruction. They follow only their own desires, and they celebrate what they should be ashamed of. They only think about life on earth, but our focus is on heaven. Let everyone always see your joy, which comes from God, as well as your gentleness. Don't be anxious about anything. Instead, talk about your concerns with God in prayer. God's overflowing peace will guard your hearts. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, anything that is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Any good things you learned from me or saw me doing, do them yourselves. I'm so thankful to God for the concern you've shown me. I don't want you to think I need anything. I've learned to be content regardless of my situation through the strength of Jesus. Nonetheless, I appreciate your empathy. From the very beginning, you've always been very generous with me, even when no one else was. It's not that I desire your gifts for myself. I want your generosity to be rewarded. Your gifts are like an incense offering, pleasing to God, and God will meet all your needs. So to him be the glory forever. Paul. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Matt. If you'd like a transcript uh, of this or any previous chapters, you can go to Matt's God Story dot blogspot.com that's m-a-t-t-s-g-o-d-s-s-t-o-r-y dot blogspot.com and if you'd like to shoot me an email you can do that at mattsgodstory at gmail.com thanks so much again for listening stay safe god bless